presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. How you doing today? It's Thursday, a little I'm, bit of snow. How you doing? How come you never ask how I'm doing? I did. I just said, how you doing? Oh, I thought you were talking to Having the listeners. a good day? I'm doing all right. Wait, 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 wait. Ajay Salveson, <laughs> look me in the eye. Look me in the eye. How are you doing? Okay, I won't tell you who. There's someone who I know who will like slap you on the back as hard as possible and be like, how are you doing? No, how are you really doing? And I'm like, I'm good, Dr. Phil. How are you doing? No, how are you doing though? Like, how are you doing? And it's like, I- I- I'm fine. I'm fine. I should one day, I'm just going to tell them that I'm horrible, that everything's just going to heck. And just, I'm having the worst day ever. Then you can ever. really see just how they, how I, I, they really, I really do, do want to see how they, they're like, well, we're praying for you. See you later, buddy. Well, okay. Uh, Got lunch here. Gotta, gotta go. go. <laughs> how are you doing, man? I'm feeling a little bit better. But I, so I went back and I listened to the show. And I was like, man, I really did not sound like I was doing great yesterday, did I? <laughs> I feel, dude, I have over. You're fine. You I'm, were fine. I'm pretty sure I overdosed on Tylenol. because. <laughs> I didn't know there was a limit on Tylenol or Dayquil. I didn't know there was a limit. I thought you could just take it like every two hours. (laughs) So I'm just downing the bottle, man. Sucking on Grandpa's coffee (laughs) medicine over there, huh? I love that movie. (laughs) Hey, uh, dude, your tweet kind of took off today, didn't it? Holy Uh, smokes. I want to talk about that, but before I do, um, first of all, can I just step aside from sports? Just, you know, get real for just one second here if you'll allow me. Um, really disconcerted about what's going on in Ukraine today. Uh, I have good friends who live there. Um, certainly, it's uh, it's troubling. Uh, we've got some athletes at Utah State University who are from Ukraine. So, um, it, it what's hard for me is being so far away and not being able to really do anything to help. Um, but. What I am going to do, what I pledge to to you, and if you feel so inclined as well, um, is to do all that I can do, and that's just to to pray uh, uh, for what's going on there. 
and for the good people there. And uh, not just for Ukrainians, but also there's a lot of people in Russia that are not happy with this too. And so we need to pray for them that good people will stand up and do what's right. Um, so anyway, uh, it's kind of disconcerting seeing that unfold uh, as I was up last night working on a few things and starting to see it as it was unfolding. Uh, really frustrating and, and troubling. So sorry, I just needed to, no, I needed to get no. I needed to share that. Uh, for those who haven't been paying that that close attention, I know it's been in the news a lot, but for some who aren't as dialed in or, or is watching that, um, uh, I, I can only only imagine what some of the athletes who are here are feeling so many thousands of miles away from home and seeing things happen and the, the anxiety of what was going to happen and now it actually is happening, it's it's really troubling, and I feel for them. Yeah, uh, you... Uh I know this one kind of hits close for you, the situation. And um, Eric, my, I mean, my thoughts only go out to those people in Ukraine, but people like you as well who have, you know, just, again, this kind of stuff that happens in, in this area. And, and, and it hits close to you. And like you, as you mentioned, a, a few student athletes, I saw Max Schilg at the, at the uh, uh, Spectrum today. And I, I was walking by and I, uh, I said, how are you doing? And he said, I'm okay. And I said, is your family okay? And he said, mm, for now they're okay. But we won't know what's going to happen, and your your heart just sinks to your stomach. Like he's like, well, for now they're okay, but in six hours is that going to be the case? And it, it just it absolutely it just kicks me right in the gut because you know we have can I just be we have an MLB lockout because guys don't think they're getting paid enough money. Like hey, we want to do we we want more money in our pocket, owners and both players. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, they just had I don't know how many missiles hit their hit their area, and and you have family members and soldiers is dying left and right. Some things are bigger than sports, and this is one of those. And I yeah, it's true. I I, I think at some point you gotta you gotta step out from the the regular realm, look from the outside in, and think, holy heck, this is really serious and. Uh, Eric, great thoughts by you. I don't want to detract from those by any way, sh- uh, shape, or form, but I, I add mine what to what you said and, and wish for all the best. And to those who are here and you especially, Eric, um, I hope that all ends well, um, that uh, we can we can uh, move on to uh, a better life here in, in the near future. Well, yeah, that's, uh, I think all we can really do is just hope and pray and that um, people are safe and, and that Something happens here to, to take care of you know, freedom and uh, democracy and and f- some foreign sovereignty. You know, gets gets is rec- you know recognized for what's going on. And this is something we haven't seen happen in a long, long, long time. time. So it's really disconcerting about what it may uh, unfold to do other things. Yep, but anyway, exactly. <clears throat> I just had to get that off my chest no, before we got I'm into it. I'm glad you did. Else. I'm sorry I kind of jumped to the jumped to the ship before I let no, you no, talk. It's all good. Okay, um, so <coughs> uh, I saw this just the other day. Um, Utah State has forwarded along uh, kind of a, a wish list of legislative funding requests for facilities. One of them is about uh, the uh, fine arts uh, the Nora Eccles Harrison Museum, 
that they want to do some renovations and expansions, which just recently underwent some renovations and, and expansions. But I mean, that's uh, university setting. I <laughs> these things are always happening. Uh, and then one of the other uh, major uh, requests on there was for some stadium enhancements for the football stadium. Now, most of it is about uh, ADA compliance, Americans with disabilities, right? Uh, ramps, uh, better accessibility, better restrooms, especially on the east side, and a few things on that south concourse. Um, I, I, okay, great. Yes, yeah, some stuff there is run down. I know they did some, some renovations and improvements not too long ago, um, but there are some other areas that could be improved and could be better. But it also asks for more seating and to um, expand concession areas. Okay, that's great. But uh, it wants to add a lot more seats. And it's interesting that that came out. And then today uh, I see a report from CBS uh, Sports from Dennis Dodd going through attendance figures through college football and how literally almost every conference is on the decline in average attendance and has been on a steady decline over the last 10 years. And the Mountain West specifically this year saw an 8% decline in average attendance. So it just has me wondering, like, do we, do we need to be adding more seats? Do we need to be spending money to have more empty seats in Logan? And, and it's an honest question. That's not an accusation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, is it worth that investment? If we're going to be spending money, taxpayer money, because this is what it is. This is a legislative request for taxpayer dollars. Is it the right allocation of our taxpayer funds to have more empty seats? Because we can't. We don't regularly fill the stadium as it is. Utah State, in my knowledge. Which is limited, I give I'll grant you that. But to my understanding, Utah State football has never had a home sellout season. There have been some games here and there that have been sellouts, and usually that involves BYU, maybe occasionally Boise. But never has Utah State had a home season of completely full stadium every game. But we want to invest money to expand the season and add more seats. So that's where I'm maybe I'm a little disconnected there, and I need some help to fill in the gaps. Yeah. Uh, by the way, our Gilmore's text line is open, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. text in. Obviously, people really do care about janitors. Hope you're having an amazing day. Eric, that is all your fault. We do love janitors. No, they Eric, deserve credit Eric, for what they you know do, the hard going. work that they put in. You know where he's going with this. Don't go. Oh, you started that. It's all good. It's That's all your good. fault. All right, eight, nine, eight, seven, nine, eight. If any stadium funding is granted, it should go to the spectrum. We can't even fill the football stadium regularly. Why would we renovate it already? So you're, share your thoughts, echoing pretty much what you said. Hey, where did you find this? Is impressive. Like, where did you find this? By the way. This, uh, this thing. Where did I find this thing? Well, th- this paper document. What is it? The article? thing that has the stuff? Okay. 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 You know what? Yeah. yeah fine. I'll take credit for it. I found it. <laughs> no, you didn't find it. Yes, I did. 
I was looking online and I found this. It was a PowerPoint presentation. PowerPoint. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> How did you find a PowerPoint presentation? Uh, I, I found it on the Facebook. What? Somebody had shared it there. What? And I found it. I had, I had heard about this. I'd heard rumors about this just a few weeks ago. Uh, so I'd heard about this. And then when I saw a, a link on a specific group of people who follow some things, um, I, I, I looked at it. And um, but this is, wow, really interesting. Just just last week I found this. So it's the fiscal year 2023 non-state funded capital development requests. And one of them is the Nora Eccles Harrison Museum of Art, Education, and Research Center. And then the other one, really just two from Utah State. It's that one. And then um, stadium enhancements uh, for the football stadium. And uh, it, it has like uh, uh, an artist diagram of uh, kind of areas that they want to work on and, and change where they would put in some new restrooms uh, they would change the that, that concourse a little bit. They'd create a ramp to get from that south concourse up to that uh, second level on the east side, uh, a food truck area. Um, so, and, and then also additional seating it is part of the, the proposal. In the south end zone, about, what is it, about 1,500 seats in the south end zone, a proposed uh, 3,000 seats. In addition, on the east side, uh, about 1,100 seats, kind of on the, I guess we'd say the north, excuse me, the south, uh, southeast side, uh, kind of in the corner, and then about another 1,200 seats on the northeast side um, to add additional seats. And that's, that's a pretty decent upgrade. Utah State, as a stadium, it has room to grow, but is it? Is it worth it? I mean, is that where we should be spending taxpayer money? Because this is a stadium that does not routinely fill up. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. Let me well, backtrack, no, no, though. I want to ask him, because 9315 sent in a really good text. Okay. Do you need an X amount of number of seats to be become a P5 conference? Or at least to become a P5 team? Do you have to have like a regulation in seating? That's a really good thought. I don't. I'm not aware of a capacity requirement. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know what the the capacity is at places like Vanderbilt. Sure. But um, I, I don't. I know there were some concerns uh, when Boise State applied a few years ago and tried to raise their hand that they were interested in expansion. But they were told the reply similar, back wasn't from it? the Big Twelve was, "Well, you gotta you gotta expand your stadium." And how many are they seating right now? They're, uh, what, 35,000 capacity? But they don't sell out either. Not lately. Yeah, last three years. I, I mean, they do have trouble. a history of, of doing well, but yeah. they've, they've had a hard time filling their stadium. So what is it? Why, can't, why is there a percentage in decline, as Dennis Dodd puts it in this article, for the seventh straight season? Lowest average since 81. Why? It's not just Utah State. It's college football. Right, at, at the highest levels, and even in the SEC. What is going on? Uh, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, here's how he replied. He says, there's plenty of, if you will, negativity around the collegiate sports world. P5 
People have said, well, these decisions won't affect fan interest. Well, something certainly is. It's not just TV. It's not just COVID. We have to rethink our approach on key issues. It's almost a Captain Obvious moment. Uh, he wasn't the only one that weighed in on this. Bob Bowlesby, Big 12 commissioner, said, we really are competing against a 70-inch TV and the beer that is cold in your refrigerator and no lines at the restroom. We have to continue to make sure we enhance the game day experience. Which I think this kind of addresses for Utah State. Um, South Concourse, a little yes. bit easier to access and get yes. into your seats and things like that. And I get that. But adding more seats, I don't... I just, I, I what would be it, convinced on that. I'm not What I'm would not it increase sure. it to, Eric? Do you know what the total of seating would be then? Because right now it's it's right just barely over twenty five, right? Twenty five. Yeah, I believe it's twenty five. I hope I'm right when I say that. So this pushes it pushes it to about thirty thousand, close to wow. thirty thousand. Just uh, yeah, pretty close. So it'd be one thousand five hundred above the south, or I guess below the south plaza. Three thousand one hundred. Above the, would that be the east side? Yep, the east side. Or just below the east parking lot. It's on the east side of the stadium. Hey, what does ADA mean? I think I asked you this before. Americans with Disabilities Act. Okay. So you have to be accessible to those in wheelchairs. In wheelchairs, okay. And then another 1,200 on the east corner. So the north, the northeast corner, I should say. New concessions, stadium lights. And we've had issues with our stadium lights, haven't we? So that won't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, don't you remember the Colorado State game last year? No, it was North Dakota. Lights went out. Oh, that's yeah, right. We had issues with that. Yeah, that's this last fall. Um, I love I love the idea of concessions extended. I love the idea of ooh, a future scoreboard. Proposed restrooms. I think we need more restrooms. I agree with that. Food trucks, new stairs. Okay, so actually, just ran the numbers. It'd be just under thirty-two thousand. Wow, really? Then they'd have to move the scoreboard because that <coughs> south end zone seating would go would continue to extend up, and so that would go right into where the exist there's that, that existing scoreboard on the south side, and so that would be moved. And if I understand these renderings properly, it would be kind of on top of these new restrooms that mm -hmm. they would be building. There in that uh, southeast corner of the stadium. Okay, a bunch of texts coming through on the Guild Mortgage text line. Want to get to those? Um, Nine three one zero. I think stadium improvements are good, and that can include improved seating. But I do think expansion is silly. Six five four three. Why can't they request and upgrade the radio stations? So you can hear the games. <laughs> <laughs> Staying out of this conversation. <laughs> Move on right now. That, that may take take an act of the state legislature. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> eight seven nine eight. Uh, more games are now on TV or streamed, which makes the, which mm. makes the experience double the amount of time of being there. People don't like being at the stadium for four hours for a football game. You know, he brings up a great point because uh, you said someone, I think it was an AD or a commissioner, said you're competing with seventy inch screen TVs and cold beer out of the fridge with no traffic. And no line to the rest. And no, and no line. Like, I mean, it's just, look, the best seat in the house is no longer the stadium at times for a lot of people. And this, 
you, you know, it's a front row seat on a 70 degree clear sunny day. Best seat in the house is usually on the recliner for a lot of people. Which is a bummer because do you remember like being there live used to mean something? Like, hey, did you see that game? I was there live when it happened. I feel like that is trended downward. Um, you're right. And it's becoming more of a generational thing. Yeah, like we, it we is. used to didn't mind, like not yeah. mind. Like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I just this is what it re- is required to go watch a game in person with thousands of my friends. But you wanted to. I'm be gonna there. go. I'm gonna go park. I know I gotta. I might have to pay to park or have to walk a distance based on where I do park if I'm a cheapskate. Uh, I have to get into the game, uh, you know, buy concessions. I'm going to be there in person as it happens and mm. see with my own eyes. Mm. But now, I mean, we're generationally it's like, oh, I, I can't like park and instantly be in the in the stadium. Oh, I don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it I'm might be you. inclement weather, or it might be kind of cold. Oh, I don't want to do that. But to see, but then like again, it's the in-game day experience. Like you have guys who go shirtless, and you know they have their chest painted. Like that was the fun of it—the chance and yeah, the shared experience. Yeah, you know, having a hot dog and a drink with your friend like that. All of a sudden, has just gone away. Nobody cares anymore, and that sucks. I love the days when people are like, "No, I'm going to go to the game instead of just sitting on my TV or sitting on my couch watching it on TV." 2305 text in, if I may ask, where is the funding coming from? Is it coming from the state of Utah, or is it coming from the funds raised by the conference for expansion? Ooh, Eric, you're going to have to help me out on this one. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, Okay, so it's a fair question. And just going to the title of the presentation, uh, and you'll have to ask, I understand you're going to have John Hartwell on. Yeah, we'll have him on tomorrow. So you can answer a lot of these questions tomorrow. But this is based on a presentation uh, by Vice President David Cowley titled FY 2023, Fiscal Year 2023, Non-State-Funded Capital Development Requests. So non-state-funded, I'm not exactly sure how to interpret that because it's funded Somehow they're making the request to the legislature, so the money's coming from somewhere. Um, so it's not exactly clear. Hmm. Um, the the cost estimate for the Nora Eccles Harrison Museum of Education and Research Center is six point two million, and there are additional costs associated with operation and maintenance. For what's going on for the football stadium, it's being proposed at a at seven million dollars, but there will be no increase in state funded operation and maintenance. So that's okay. good. Okay, that's encouraging. Yeah, uh, it'll add more space and and things like that. But the state doesn't raise the cost to maintain the facility. Hmm. But it's about a seven million dollar project that's being proposed. Uh, who's paying for it? It sounds like they're asking the state legislature or the state to pay for it, but I'm also a little bit confused because the title is Non-State Funded Capital Development Requests. So, John Hartwell can hopefully uh, help us understand. Yeah, we'll have John on at 4.05 tomorrow. Following him, we'll have Sam Merrill on at 4.30. 
uh, head associate coach uh, for Utah State men's basketball uh, during the 5 o'clock hour. And then we're hoping to have Dominic Eberle on, a newly member of the Green Bay Packers on tomorrow at, during the 5 o'clock hour as well. So stay tuned for that show tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot more text coming through. Man, this is a really interesting topic. I think we're just scratching the surface on. Yeah. I want to continue to get your, your thoughts on this and, and uh, different opinions because there are a lot of different ways to look at this. Uh, some Maybe some parts of this are absolutely worth doing and pursuing while others are maybe long-term and not as immediate. So uh, I want to continue to look at it and debate it. Uh, this uh, proposed expansion of the football stadium at Utah State, 435-339-0321 here on the Full Court Press. Advanced Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and AC and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by their showroom west of DI. Online, advancedheating-ac.com. Well... What shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Look, there's a reason that Sean Payton shut it down. There's a reason that Sean McVay would consider it. I think the Aaron Donald thing, just like the McVay thing, is it sounds really good. Aaron Donald and Sean McVay are just negotiating in public. The only leverage he has is, well, maybe I'll walk away. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. If you're looking for your next pre-owned vehicle, buy it from a name that Utah has trusted for over 95 years. For generations, the Murdoch Auto Team has given Utah's pre-owned car, truck, and SUV buyers a comfortable, no-pressure buying experience. So go for the gold this February and get 1.99% financing for 72 months, plus no payments for 90 days, and a complimentary gift with every pre-owned vehicle purchase. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family at Murdoch Hyundai or online at MurdochHyundai.com. 1.99% APR must finance through GWCU. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 228.22. Steven, stop dragging your feet. Don't you give me that look. You've had a bad attitude all day. Now look, I know you'd rather be with your friends right now, but this has to be done, and either you start cooperating or I'm going to start taking things away from you. And I think you know what that means, don't you, Steven? Yes, I do. All right. Okay. Watch it. Bigger isn't always better. At Castalite, you'll choose from a huge selection of pavers and receive help from experts. You'll see just how easy it is to do it yourself. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. A Eric, proposal to expand the stadium. You might have struck a chord here with our listeners. And to add about a little over 6,000 additional seats, uh, improve bathroom facilities on the east side, improve some um, kind of the way traffic flows, especially on that east side and the south concourse. 
And I, I'm down with improving concessions and bathrooms and traffic flow and making things more Need ADA to be done, yeah. accessible. Absolutely, that's great. Uh, things that can enhance or improve the experience while you're there. I, I'm all for that. It's absolutely worth an investment. But I don't know that we need to add more seats. We're just adding more empty seats. What if we can find a way to get people there? Like, What if we found what it is that people want to go to games for? It, it, I, mean, I don't want team- people to think that I, I'm totally crapping on Utah State football that nobody goes. Because that's not true. We have, we have a good fan base that shows up, mm-hmm. but they don't fill the stadium. They don't, mm-hmm. We haven't had a sold-out season. I don't think, at least in my lifetime, that I'm aware of. There have been a few sellout games. We've had some good seasons where they had good crowds for a lot of those home games. But as somebody pointed out on my on Twitter when I posted this earlier, there was a game Utah just a few years ago. The Aggies were San Jose a State top twenty team in the country. Beautiful weather, two p.m. game, sixty degree weather, and the Aggies were a top twenty team. And we Lots had about of empty seats. 19, 20,000. I can't remember what it was there. So I, I just, I don't, I don't understand why that's a priority. Yeah. I, I can think if we're, if we're looking at spending money for facility upgrades, I could probably think of other ways to spend that money if it's, if we really need to. Uh, a bunch of texts came in. Let's get to these 5860 texts. And people can't afford to go anymore. And then you add HDTV and the home experience, it just makes that. Or it just makes sense that attendance is down. And that's true. The big screen, right? Drinks are accessible right in your fridge. You don't have to leave your home. You can sit on your recliner and watch the game. But, I mean, it's just the experience of being at the game. That's what I love about it. Just being there. And uh, this is a common refrain. And by the way, he says, sorry, it's a combination of stagnant salary since the 80s and exponentially increasing ticket prices. I don't know about stagnant salaries. I mean... Everybody's hiring the last, all I hear on the radio for the last eight months to a year is we're hiring. We have these bonuses and wages are skyrocketing. And mm. so I, I don't, I mean, I don't know, overgeneralize that, but it is, it is difficult for a family to go to a season, but it's an arena that currently has a capacity of 25,000. This the population within, 30 minutes to the arena is what 150,000 people mm-hmm. and those willing to drive an hour away that it just expands even further but uh, yes t- pricing is an issue too it, you start to price people out of it where it's it's cheaper to stay home you've priced me out of an opportunity to go. And it's a hard line to walk because in an athletic department, you're like, we need to fund not just football, but football attendance that bankrolls a lot of our other sports. So we need to squeeze as much out of this as we can. 9315, too bad they couldn't add some heated seats and recliner chairs. <laughs> uh, he says, <laughs> uh, for me being two hours away and traveling through two canyons, uh, did, it makes it hard to get to games, but I'm still a season ticket, ticket holder and hit many of the games. And see, that's the thing is, if you're a season ticket holder, you want to be there. Like, you want that, you just, you want to see every single game you possibly can get to, and I mean, again, traveling can be a problem at times, absolutely. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I get it. 8003. Uh, you're also competing with watching in 68-degree weather or freezing your butts off at the stadium in November. I hate being cold. And that's true. Like, November, like, late-night games are tough. Like, especially if you got little kids, right? Because they want to be out of there after the first quarter. So, the pure definition of fair-weather fans. If the weather is fair, you're a fan. If it's not, you stay home. So, is that is that what it is? We just we have too many fair-weather fans in Logan? Only if the conditions are ideal can we be interested in, well, in on, spending let, our money to go to I the mean, game. Let me turn the wheel on you, though. Like, if it's a blizzard, but it's a big-time game against Boise State, conference championship on the line, final game of the year, are you going to go if it's snowy conditions? Are you going to go? Absolutely. You really are? Yes. Wow, okay. If it's a championship game on no. the line, yeah, I wouldn't be there. All right. 9758, if I remember correctly, the funds are raised privately, but the bonds are backed by the state. Okay. Okay. That's good. I didn't know that. That's good to know. That may explain the non-state funded capital development requests. That's why I threw it out there. I I don't don't know. Well, okay, but even then, I mean, is that the best use of fundraisers' money? I mean, should this... Does this project make sense? Uh, regardless of who's paying for it, whether it's taxpayers or purely from donors, hmm. is that where that $7 million is best spent? I just I just don't know that Utah State needs to add more seating. Look, football has been great the last 10 years. It's been successful football. Didn't they sell out? vast majority of time, you're going to go see a win. Yeah. When you go see a football game in Logan. Yeah. But that just still hasn't quite caught on to get fans excited. 8968, one thing that has made it hard for me to attend games is the price of the tickets. I know it's cheap compared to Utah and BYU, but now that I'm on Social Security, it makes it hard to go more than one game per year. Mm. And I, I, I get that. And that yeah, I, I do understand that. It's hard for some people to go to every game. But even like the big ones, right? Like, I mean, Wyoming, I think, if I remember right, and help me out, listeners, maybe you know better than I do, but the Wyoming game last year was pretty well attended on senior night, and it was a cold game, too, and I thought the crowd attendance was awesome. I'll have to look at the numbers. I can't remember what it was that, that night, but I thought it was a very well attended ball game. Uh, 5634, drop ticket prices and don't charge an arm and a leg for parking, and you will get more fans in the seats. Boy, the common theme we get here, Eric, is ticket prices, ticket prices, ticket prices, right? And, and look, if you it's it's a numbers game. If you can get more people to the game um but charge them a little bit less, mm-hmm. your overall return is more. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, there's a there is kind of a balancing act there, right? Because if you don't get enough people and then you lose money. So uh, it, it, it can be tricky to figure out that sweet spot, something that will give an incentive for people to get there and make it easy to come and easy to experience. Uh, 5253, how about free tickets for students or discounted tickets for alumni to get people out? Students get in with the free ID don't, or, or with the ID, don't they? Is, it, is that S- Students don't have to pay. Yeah, 5253, we I mean, help They're already getting that? deemed with their tuition, whether they... 
go to a game or not, they're paying for it. Um, yeah. I, I think students get in for free on regards of the ID. For alumni, discounted tickets would be interesting. I, I think that would be a good idea. 9315, uh, for me being two hours away and traveling through. Oh, wait. already hit that one. Okay. Uh, 2305, maybe they need to adapt the schedule to play more games earlier in the season at home and less games in Logan in November. Cold is a factor. I don't know if you... I mean, I, I get what you're saying, 2305. I absolutely understand. I don't know if that's possible, though, just the way the conference schedule works out. Now, could you maybe get more day games instead of night games? Can't, can't that be a home field advantage if you have San Diego State or San Jose coming to Logan? Fresno in State coming in here in November. November. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think Boise State, Wyoming, love to have that, right? Like a night game at their place in November is their just home. Like that is their home advantage right there. Having those uh, having teams coming to the altitude, snowy weather, freezing cold temperatures. That's what they're all about. You know what I don't you know what I don't hear a team that changes their schedule for late season? Hmm. Green Bay. Yeah. Can you think of a well. worse place to play a football game <laughs> than going to Lambo in December? Uh huh. In January? Uh huh. Uh, eight zero zero three. I would drop ticket prices enough to fill the stadium, make up the money in quantity. Yeah. Right. Yes. Hmm. Maybe there's some other in-game opportunities to, uh, you know, capture that that revenue other places too. Concessions, sure. uh, buying merchandise. Uh, 8798, no matter what you charge for a ticket or parking, you're going to struggle to get residents of Cache Valley to attend games. People in Cache Valley are cheap. They've always been cheap. They always will be cheap. <laughs> it's not the first time I've heard that. Uh, it's not the first time I've ever heard that. Just a couple more. I know we got to go to break, Eric. But keep them coming, by the way, listeners. This is great. 5860, doesn't the Valley... Uh, only have like 150,000 people. Seems like we were trying to get like 25% of the Valley to show up. That's a big number. I don't know how many but, come from outside of the but Valley, but I would one, imagine it's... Oh, but we only have one college football team in the Valley, right? There's well, only yes. one Division One football team in the Valley. That should be your must-want-to-go-watch thing on a Saturday or a Friday night is going to see, besides high school football, is going to see the Aggies play football. I mean, you should want to go. I used to beg my dad to go to games, and he'd usually take us. But I just I don't see that being the case anymore for various reasons of all sorts. And really, it's 10 to 15%, really. Uh, it, but it's you're also bringing people from outside of the Valley that come up here and make the drive. To come see the games, so it's it's not just that, but I think it's it's not just because we're here we should get attendance. I, I hate that attitude. Uh, sometimes that's a little too prevalent as well. Mm -hmm. um, because Utah State's competing against BYU and Utah, uh, and there there might be just as many BYU fans in this valley as Utah State fans. Last text, then we'll go to break. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the text after our break, we promise. 9310, how much do people expect to pay for a ticket? Less than 20 bucks. Parking is 10 or free if you can walk. They do have discounted alumni tickets. Call the ticket office. Well, there you, there go. you go. There you go. 6211, we need to schedule better. Oh, boy. We need to schedule better teams in order to fill the stadium. Coming up next season, we get UConn and Weber State. I really don't care to see either of those teams. 
See, this is what makes and, and I hate to do this to you, six two one one, but this is what the difference is between us and BYU. BYU is going to get Liberty at their house, and they're going to sell out forty, fifty thousand. Do you go buy tickets to go see the competition, or do you go to see, or a, you go see your team? Yeah, I you, I mean BYU sells out their games to go see Liberty to see UConn at home. UMass, UMass, they get they get sellouts, they get crowds there. You're right, Eric. Are we going to watch Weber State, or are we going to watch Utah State football get a win? It shouldn't be about the opponent. Amen. Two six zero three. A big issue this year is we're all uh, all the games were on Friday. Yeah, you have high school football, right? I mean, that's kind of a big thing. I think the high school football conflict most of the nights, Eric. Weeks, I should say. Uh, this last year. Yeah, there were a couple you know? of Friday games, but not all of them. No, no. I think one of them was on the road too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they weren't all on Fridays. Six five nine eight also text in Eric. Not even see here. I feel like the younger kids are required to give more of a commitment to their sports. Not even just high school, but even competitive sports at a younger age. These kids' sports require a lot of parents' time, and and more so now than even ten years ago. Their money as well. Also, Friday night games are not as busy because of how popular high school games are in Cache Valley. Less so even than Salt Lake or San Diego. The rising prices of hotels also pays a factor. Plays a factor, excuse me, to stay in Logan uh, is much more expensive than years ago. Maybe this deters some alumni. So uh, go. I like the high school idea. Like, give me this high school theory. Does high school sports and does that? Tend to play a factor in the parents not being able to go to Aggie games. Uh, look, the way the region is certainly is set up now, Friday night every night's a big game and exciting. Um, but not every Aggie game is on a Friday. There's been a few here and there that that happens sometimes, mm. but it doesn't happen all the time. Doesn't happen all the time. But yes, it does require an investment of time and, and money um, for kids that are involved in these things and their families. But are high school football games becoming the popular thing in the valley more so than Utah State football? Is that where we're getting? Is that, is is that, that where we're heading? Yeah, that's and, and maybe that's the right question to ask. Is is maybe for our list and for, for six five nine eight? If I could ask you as well, does high school sports? Is that the popularity over Utah State Aggie football now? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to d- diss either one of them. I'm just honestly, purely, genuinely asking that question because I don't know. Uh, 6598 replies saying, High school sports are always jam-packed. All the stadiums I am in on Friday nights are loaded. Mm, interesting. Yeah, you got six schools in the area and they're playing each other. It's, it's easy to get to. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, a lot more coming through. We'll get to that. We will get to your texts, 435-339-0321, here on the Full Court Press. It's the spring sports season. When your team looks good, they play better. Order team uniforms today from the Logo Shop. Lacrosse, soccer, baseball, softball, tennis, or track. Whatever your sport, call the Logo Shop. They've been designing team sports uniforms since 1990. No matter where your team works or works out, on the field, on the job site, or in the office. The Logo Shop. The Logo Stop. The Logo Shop. The Best of Northern Utah, presented by Campbell Snacks, home of Pepperidge Farm, is back. Best of Northern Utah. Support your favorite businesses by nominating them now at bestofnorthernutah.com. Have a favorite restaurant? Nominate them. 
Love where you buy your car or where you get your hair done? Nominate them for Best of Northern Utah, the area's biggest celebration of local business. Couldn't live without your gym or your favorite plumber? Nominate them all right now at bestofnorthernutah.com. Presented by Campbell Snacks, home of Pepperidge Farm. Best of Northern Utah. Hey everybody, this is Ryan from My Mattress. I wanted to give you an update on Lewiston and their sleeping habits real quick. They're doing amazing. They're sleeping in style. They're buying more beds than they ever have, but there is a little confusion with the citizens and they've hired a sleep doctor. And here are the questions they're getting asked. Are you drinking caffeine late at night? Are you going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time each morning? And do you have a mattress from My Mattress? Our invitation is still here, Lewiston. Buy a mattress from My Mattress today and sleep better tonight. Don't know about you, but I adore my dog, Winston. However, I don't adore the occasional accident. This is Dow with ChemDry of Northern Utah. With ChemDry's specially formulated pet urine removal treatment, we'll help take care of those unsightly pet stains and odors. Even severely damaged carpets can be saved with ChemDry's revolutionary methods. Pets are part of the family too, so until we can learn to potty train them, calling us is the next best option. ChemDry of Northern Utah's pet urine removal treatment. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally. Now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. You want to feel important. You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. But our part-time service in the Army National Guard means we get to be more. When our communities are in need, we get the chance to stand up and do something about it. We get to serve in our own region and help the people we call neighbors. From the mountains of Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and Utah. The deserts of Arizona and Nevada. The Pacific coasts of Washington, Oregon, and California. To the wilderness of Alaska and islands of Hawaii and Guam. We are here for our hometowns. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Getting engaged? For more than a century, S.C. Needham Jewelers has been selling diamond engagement rings. For five generations, we've been selling natural diamonds. Now making history, we're excited to introduce lab-grown diamonds to our selection. These are beautifully cut diamonds and are man-made. They do save you money. Come examine these new diamonds, then select the perfect ring. You'll get SC Needham quality at internet pricing. Open 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. SC Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Uh, this time of year, you need Napa know-how. Make sure your vehicle's running right. And uh, they've got the best prices on the best parts at Napa Auto Parts. Locally owned with five locations from Preston to Providence. 
Like getting a how about receiving a $20 rebate on the purchase of any Napa Legend battery? Go find out about those uh, other deals at Napa Auto Parts. You sound like Jimbo Slice trying to do a post-game recap video when you're reading that. <laughs> uh, Eric, brought to you by Mops. <laughs> you you got a dirty floors? You need something clean? You want some wet hair and to wipe it off? Get Mops. Uh, Eric, we've got 15 text messages. 15, one five Woo, right. on this list. We got to get through. Bear with us as we get through them. All. And if we don't hit, if we don't get through them all, we'll get through them next hour. We promise you. Okay, here we go. Five six five four. Uh, still a lot cheaper than the KU Jayhawk tickets. They're almost a hundred bucks, and that's football tickets. USU football is a lot better product. Oh my gosh, five six five four. Are you serious? It's a hundred bucks for tickets to go watch Kansas football. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, big, uh, big what? Big alumni base. D- there's nobody in the alumni that wants to be re- like, <laughs> comp- like or at least recognized as a member of the football team. Hey, how was your time for Kansas? It was great. We lost every single game for four straight years. <laughs> but I would wager that that football uh, ticket revenue still generates as much, if not more, than what they do for their basketball. Seven nine nine four. Uh, let's see here. There is only one college football team in the valley, but there are many youth football teams in the valley. How many youth soccer teams? Yeah, there is a lot. But uh, does that conflict on? Well, I, I there has been a rise in youth sports. Absolutely. But does it conflict with Utah State football, like at, for like an evening game, like a seven oh five, six oh five game? Evening games? No, they wouldn't compete. Unless you're busy, unless you're out for tournaments and stuff, then I get it. Yeah, uh, five six three four. Do let's see, drop ticket prices, and don't charge an arm and a leg for parking, and you will get more fans in the seats. Schedule all your November games during the day and not at night. See now, nah, see I, I mean I don't know if you can get your games on the road, but if you schedule your games during the day, if it was possible, remember TV does have a lot to deal with. Yes, it. that's that's just it. I mean the university may say, hey we. This is what we prefer. So what yeah, we want, like and a then two o'clock game. Fox Sports One comes in. CBS Sports comes in. Um, we really want that game at a different time slot yeah. for national exposure. Oh, okay, absolutely, we'll do that to but get the exposure. They have to, right? I yeah, mean, if you the exposure to. for the money, you have to. You have to. But I, I, I get what I get. What five six three four is saying, I absolutely understand. If you're Alabama, you can say no. We want this game to kick off at one o'clock, and <laughs> they would they would capitulate. Absolutely, okay, Mr. Saban. Whatever you absolutely. say, Mr. Saban. <laughs> Two three oh five. You would probably get a bigger crowd at the stadium if you banned television for the Aggies at home. If that happened, you couldn't watch them on television or listen to them on the radio. Either one. The, yeah, get the, the blackouts. Aggies, unless you get a sellout, we're going to the NFL model. Aggies would definitely take television. That's just, and they should. By the way, they should. Five three three eight. USU is a Division One program that caters to a very small local market, possibly the smallest one in the country. Uh, I don't know don't if they're the smallest one in the that. country. In D one, there so are there are Pac twelve programs in smaller communities than Logan. Yes, four four seven four. AJ, I've really enjoyed AJ's roast days and done my best to crush you. Just want to let you know that you are one of the best dudes around. Keep it real, brother. Well, 
Thank you, 4474. Very nice. Yep, that is very nice of you. Greatly appreciate it. Eric, you could learn a lesson or two from... Did you just text the text line yourself? You could learn a lesson from 4474, though. A genuine dude. Uh, 8968, when you talk cheap, don't forget the ones playing the uh, wages, especially in town. Maybe some of the businesses should help employees with tickets. Also, very late games Thursday and Friday nights doesn't help attendance either. I can understand that. I can understand the 8 o'clock kickoff on a Thursday, Friday night, and it's just hard for people to get to. I can right, absolutely Those are hard get for that. alumni who live yeah. outside of the Valley to yep. get to. I would absolutely understand that. Yep. Uh, 6294, forgive me if this has already been said. Uh, but oh, this might be our last text for the hour, too. But after 30 years of losing, Utah State lost a whole generation of fans. It's going to take several winning years in a row. Need I remind the listeners, Gary Anderson 1.0 had it going the right way. And then, as per usual, he leaves in Wells' abandoned ship, too. Also speaking personally, when they had a couple of years where all the games were starting really late, it took me out of going to the stadium with a young family. Now, it's hard to get back in the habit, especially with the, when the televised games are great to watch. That's a great text message. Thank you for great. sharing that with us. Yeah, but do you go to see Gary Anderson? Did you go to see Matt Wells, or did you go to see the team play? Because Gary 1.0, Matt Wells, he had the one bad year, but those were winning football teams, going teams that were going to bowl games. Mm-hmm. For the last 10 years, Utah State football has been successful. Yeah. So it's not like it's just a one-off, you know, a blip on the radar it's th- there's a standard here that Utah State's a competitive football team. Sure, but I get, I it. get it. For 30 years, you lost generations of fans. Yeah, you'd but show up I, for the I first game because like, it was I a social like, thing to do, and then you would never go back. Okay, so and and, and help me out here, six two nine four. Um, but I feel like for the last 30 years of that losing, in the last 12 years of winning, I feel like Utah State athletics football has done everything they could. To get that fan base back, they they've done everything they possibly could to get that fan base back. Their bowl games, right? Mount West Conference championship contenders, great conference now, a, a great conference opponents at our place. Like we, they've done everything they could to get those guys back. What is it going to take that the the, the generational fa- generational fan base that we lost to get them all back now? How long of winning do we really need to get that fan base That's back? That's a great question. How many years of winning does it take to translate into future success and those who keep coming? Yeah. That was a big debate in in Los Angeles with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Rams are kind of new to, to L.A. again. They went to the Super Bowl, but do they really have a strong fan base? Yes, correct. Because for younger people, they didn't grow up with the Rams. This is a new thing, and so it's going to take some time to get that ingrained in your sports DNA. And I get it for generational older people. They haven't really seen a lot of success. But for anybody who's gone through campus in the last 10 years, you've seen good football. Yeah, great football. From, by the way, NFL caliber players, too. Yes. Pro Bowl. Yes. Hall of Fame players. Yes. Yes. Uh, we, we're going to continue this conversation in the next hour because this isn't done yet. And we still got 10 more texts to get through about this conversation. Nice job, Eric. Um, so we'll get through that. Uh, Utah Jazz play tomorrow, right? They do. And uh, Utah State Aggies play Saturday. So you got a big game on Saturday. We, we got, got some tickets to give away. We got tickets to give away, too, at some point during the show. At some point. 
We will work it in. We love the text, so please keep them coming, though. We love hearing from our listeners and getting your thoughts and opinions on this because I don't know. I'm not a, what do they call that, a regular fan. I'm a media member, so I don't, I can't see it, what you guys see. Right, and I admit, I'm in that same boat. Um, but for those who are going are those who aren't. You know, what, what needs to be addressed? It, building more seats, will that help? Making it easier to get in and out, will that help? Concession stands and restrooms. Better restroom facilities, better yeah. concessions, will that help? Yeah, easier travel. This yeah. is what they're trying to address to make it the in-game experience better. They got to I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Rams turned a lot of heads trading two first-round picks and Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. That seemed like a lot at the time. A Super Bowl victory makes it worth every penny, though. And we know the NFL is a copycat league. However, it's rare a Super Bowl-winning caliber quarterback is going to be available. That won't be the case this year. There are plenty of QBs on the market. Also, multiple teams who could be a quarterback away from seriously competing. Buccaneers, Steelers, Broncos, Colts could all be looking for upgrades. And all those rosters are talented. But a top-tier signal caller could have the potential to make them elite. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, all rumored to be available. So who knows? Maybe we see those quarterback needy teams put together an impressive trade package because if it could work for Matthew Stafford and the Rams, it's going to be hard to rule out talents like Rodgers, Wilson, and Watson from doing something similar this upcoming season. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover exceptionally common sense. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, Home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 1744. Winter weather means your car is working harder. Get the parts to make your car run its best from your locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores. Receive a $20 rebate on the purchase of any Napa Legend battery. A 16-ounce can of seafoam mortar treatment, $7.99. A gate mouth tool bag, $5.99. And stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt. 50-pound bag, $10. Always the best prices on the best parts at your five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. The NC. AA Tournament on Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 1069thefan.com. We are Fox Sports, and here's what you need to know.
know. Lots to get to in the National Football League. Baltimore Ravens have re-signed defensive back Tony Jefferson, who was all out of 2020. Meanwhile, Green Bay Packers have restructured the contract of Aaron Jones. That deal is creating $3.08 million in cap space. Atlanta Falcons have hired former Bears general manager Ryan Pace as a senior personnel executive. And then in Kansas City, the Chiefs are bringing back Eric Bieniemy for another season as their offensive coordinator. Switching gears to what's going on outside of that in Major League Baseball. MLB, the MLPA, wrapped up another day of negotiations, making some progress towards a brand new CBA. More news on that in the coming days. Meanwhile, new 76ers, swingman James Harn is going to make his debut for the team Friday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And for all the last, we're available online. Head over to FoxSportsRadio.com. I'm David Gascon. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. High schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. It's been a lively show today. It's what we love, though. Great interaction from the audience. Keep it coming. Guild Mortgage text line is hopping today. Okay, uh, reset with the question. Right, Re- reset with what we were talking about. We got new 5 o'clock listeners. By the way, welcome back, 5 o'clock listeners, or welcome to today's show. 4 o'clock listeners, welcome back. Keep it coming. Uh, Guild Mortgage text line, 435 435- Three three nine zero three two one. Eric hit it. So uh, discovered there was a pr- there's been a proposal submitted to the Utah Legislature for some improvements to the football stadium at Utah State, um, and there's some artist renderings. There's a feasibility study for long term stadium development options, as one of the slides is uh, identified, which includes uh, new um, uh, new restrooms, kind of the southeast corner. Some improved stuff in the south concourse, uh, a ramp to get to the upper part of the uh, east side um, and to make it a little bit more accessible for wheelchairs and things like that. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. But there's also some uh, a part of this proposal is expanded seating, over 6,000 seats. And so the question is, uh, there's some you know, stadium lights. They would move the scoreboard because <coughs> stadium seats would be extended on that south end zone, so they'd need to move the scoreboard. Uh, an area for food trucks, uh, some extra uh, plaza space for people. and So there's some things in here that make sense. 
and it would enhance the uh, in-game experience for those who go. It's about a $7 million proposal. And the question is, in light of Utah State never having a sold-out season in my lifetime, or at least not that I'm aware of, <laughs> does it make sense financially to build more seats when we're not filling the seats that are already there? Or what is it going to take to fill seats now? Right, and that's the alternative part, too. Like, What will it take to get more people there? Because the product on the field is absolutely worth buying a ticket for. Absolutely. And has been for a decade. Yes. And so that's kind of what spawned the question. In addition to that, report today from Dennis Dodd on CBS Sports. The headline, college football attendance declines for seventh straight season to lowest average since 1981. So it goes hand in hand with this discussion. A lot of texts. I threw it out on social media earlier today. I've got my Twitter's been blowing up. It's interesting a contrast of what I'm seeing on Twitter versus what we're seeing on our Guild Mortgage text line. Interesting. On Twitter, I'm seeing a lot of that East Side absolutely needs renovations. <coughs> it's well behind. Make that easier. Mm. Put more stuff over there. There was a big focus on the West Side. Now let's 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 dress things up on the East Side. And I get that. And Eric, I think we're asking sincerely because both you and I are media members, and so we—I'm going from the west side. I don't—I have—I've never entered on the east side, so I don't know what that's like. And when we go, we're in a press box. Yeah, we we sit in a press box. So I want the listeners to text me and you because they have the fan experience. I don't. I don't know what that's like. I haven't been a fan. I haven't been in that fan situation since like 2000. And so I need to know what it's like for a fan to attend an Aggie game and where your concerns lie and why you feel like, hey, it's worth it going to the game or it's not worth it going to the game. Why or why not? And, and we've had some interesting ideas coming from the Guild Mortgage text yeah. line, but I've also heard a lot of whining, like, uh, weather's not that great. Or um, The one that gets me is opponents. Opponents aren't that great. They need to do better scheduling for opponents or kickoff times. Things that are outside of USU's control, some of these things. Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of other thoughts, too, that have come through. All right, so here we go, Eric. We got 18 to get through. Let's do this. Let's Ooh, have some fun. Bear with us. 4511, so many reasons for low attendance, both nationwide and in Cash Valley. TV, weather, ticket prices, and the general lack of interest in sports in general. Throw a dart at the board and you'll hit a reasonable reason not to go to a game. And this is coming from a diehard Aguilum. But back to the topic of expansion, N-O-P-E, capitalized, not needed. Do some renovations, yes, but not to expansion. There are so, there are so many worthwhile projects that are needed at USU for all students. New student centers should be priority number one. I like that. Uh, I got that on, okay. my, uh, on my Twitter all right. today, too, as a recommendation. 5253. Uh, maybe the buzz has just died down or games aren't promoted like they used to. When I was a student, I couldn't be on campus for 10 minutes without seeing a poster of Chucky Keaton. And even more prevalent was the fact that I heard his name uh, being mentioned by every other person I passed on campus. Maybe students aren't as, as invested in the team as they used to be when we first entered the Mountain West. Why is that then? How is, like, as you said, Eric, this team has been winning for the last decade, for the most part. How are our students of this university not invested in this football team? It's fun product to watch. Just was in the top 25. Yes, last year was, the year before was an anomaly. 
The year before that was frustrating, but they still went to a bowl game. Matt Wells, his final year, they were a top 25 team. I mean, Utah State football is going to bowl games regularly. Mm-hmm. So it's a successful football program. So it's not the product on the field. What is it then? Yeah. 8003, I do attend most high school football or Mountain Crest football games, home and in the Valley away. Those nights I find it interesting that I get to use my own winter boots, which doesn't seem to happen when we go to Aggie football games. My boots always end up on one of my son's feet for those games. (laughs) (laughs) Aggie football season definitely goes deeper into the cold It certainly does. Yep, absolutely does. 9315 text in. Uh, have it so kids under eight get in free for a couple of years, or better yet, have two or three games that a donor buys the extra ticket, and all the local radio station give them away, or have it first come first serve at the stadium for the tickets, and maybe that will get people to come. I know that the Cal Poly College Rodeo team get thirty thousand people to come to the home rodeo every year by having a current popular band or singer come and perform after the rodeo and include it in the ticket. So maybe promotions is what you're saying. Nine three one five have a promotion of some sort where you can get a ticket deal right um and the other question i want to ask to our listeners again this is coming from a media member so i want to know it from your guys's perspective because you're all fans and i want to hear it from a fan's perspective so i get the unbiased an answer does your opinion on all of this change if it's for men's basketball so for example if they were to extend or expand the spectrum seats Maybe another 2,000 seats. Renovate the bathrooms and the concession stands. Would that change your mind to want to go to a men's basketball game? Does that at all play a factor into that? Or is it just all in one basket Aggie sports? That if a men's basketball game was at 830 and you still had expanded seats, nice restrooms, great concessions, that you still wouldn't go. So that's that's what I'm asking is 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 how does that change at all? Um let me know, will you please? Uh let's see here. Six five nine eight high school football more popular than college? Maybe. Hmm. Uh let's see here. He also says, let's see, uh I would say yes in regards to that high school sports is more popular than college because they are cheaper to go to, most of the time closer, and more competitive. Concessions are cheaper, parking is free. I get that. I absolutely understand it. Parking's cheaper, it's free. <laughs> For the most part, I think it's free, right? At high school games. I don't think it's ever costed a cost anybody to park at a high school game, at least here in the valley. Seven nine nine four says there's only one Oh, sorry, uh, he says, build a dome. <laughs> Actually, it's a great question. Because for a lot of the, you, uh, the, the, for a lot of the folks who say that the weather could play a part in them not going to a game in November, if the Aggies built an indoor dome, I'm not saying that they're going to, if they did, would you go to the game? Would that entice you to want to go watch the football game if it was an indoor facility game? Maybe. 2305. How about cut ticket prices, put in shareback seats wherever you can instead of expand, and also expand concessions so that people come into the crowd to sell hot dogs and drinks so you don't have to get up, go find a concession for just a hot dog. Make it convenient for the paying fans. Ooh, 
So kind of like what baseball actually does. Football games do this too. I know baseball does, right? Uh, they have the guy popcorn, get your popcorn, hot dog, one hot dog, get all else hot, right? Have them come down. Have them come to you instead of you go to the concession. That's becoming, you know, uh, ordering in advance and knowing when to go pick up your order. Yeah. Instead of standing in line, is yeah. becoming more and more of a thing that's kind of COVID inspired. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know that's places like professional sports do that. But you know, because that's something that Utah State could start to adopt. Five four five two text in tickets are not that expensive. Unless you are talking up under the heaters, that is a lame excuse. No matter what they try, how good the team is, people just don't show up. Southside reverse season tickets, or sorry, Southside reserved season tickets are like $110. You don't have to bring all six kids, especially if they don't even want to be there. They are annoying for those around them as they cry and complain the entire game. <laughs> oh, shots fired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, then. He's obviously dealt with some upset kids around him. 5634 text in. Uh, if the Aggies can keep Blake Anderson around, you'll get that string of winning seasons back. Can I be blunt? I don't know if you can keep him around. Well, the success that he's had, I mean, just that's the track record, right? The average lifespan for USU football coach, we went through this uh, a couple months back. You look through the, the years in the history of Utah State football. If you're a successful coach, you're gone within three to five years. It's all that. The, if you don't, if you're if you're not a successful coach, you're going to get fired within three to five years. Hey, I just got a text from six five nine eight. Did you know that there already there's proposed plans to expand D. Glenn Smith Spectrum? Uh, I did not know or that. Or proposed I- plans, I should say, um, for upgrades, a number of upgrades. I know that's something that when we had John Hartwell on a while ago. Yeah, I remember that. We discussed facility upgrades to the Spectrum, and he said it would be about the same cost to build something new, new. than to try to renovate the existing structure. In addition, upgrades per building code and accessibility requirements would require aisle with width upgrades, uh, plumbing fixture upgrades, and wheelchair access upgrades. In addition, the Spectrum Arena renovation and feasibly or feasibility study provides recommendations for seating upgrades, including options for varying seating types, such as retractable seating at court level, wider seats for the bowl, and potential new upper deck level with new suite press box seating to provide up to an 11,500-plus seating capacity. Wow. So it's adding 1,500 seats? Yeah. Uh, improved test fit potential opportunities to expand from the existing 89,000 square footprint to uh, 114,000 square footprint uh, for an improved athlete fan, uh, or see athlete and or fan and or patron experience. Well, like concessions is it's tough in the spectrum, right? Is it? I don't. I mean, is restrooms it really? are. Tough in the spectrum. Even for media, because media have to go yeah, up the stairs just to get to the restroom. They're they're look. If we're talking about spending money on facilities, I think that money would be wiser spent, if that's the right term, on building or renovating the the, the spectrum. I would I would recommend if, you, if it costs as much to renovate the existing structure, just build a new one. Yeah, and just I already have that area just to the north and the where the the parking is 
build a new one there on the corner. You can use the parking lot for the football stadium um, and do it right according to modern standards. Better concessions, better restrooms, better locker rooms. Uh, let's My go. two cents. 6294 texted, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I believe they have to have a level of winning like Boise, and the fans will come. Not easy, but possible. And a coach to give Chris Peterson-type loyalty. I don't think we're ever going to get a coach with Chris, Chris Peterson loyalty. Chris Peterson was a unicorn, man. I mean, it just doesn't exist. It's in the G5 area, it doesn't doesn't exist. Four five one one four hour football is just too boring for eighty percent of fans. It just is what it is, and the entertainment outside of the playing time is just boring at USU games. It's just not great for non diehard fans. Eric, so, I'll let you take this. So, one. so the the weather needs to be right. The kickoff time needs to be right. No other distractions in the valley. Uh, price needs to be inexpensive. And we need to have entertainment when the game's not actually being played. So this is getting to be a longer list for the athletic department to try to tackle. Five six five four. Maybe USU needs to win a national championship in football to get fans back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you beat Bama next year, you're on your way. <laughs> you're on your way. There you go. Four zero eight six. Text in. Okay, guys, we struck a nerve. I remember growing up, my dad and I going to games in the middle of October, 1st of November, when it was very cold. We were cold, and we enjoyed watching the Aggies play whoever. We sat by a couple who drove down the night before every home game from Rock Springs. They thoroughly enjoyed the games. They have since passed away. My point is, if they can do it, Cash Valleyites can't, or that are five minutes away, sure can. I, for one, is for the expansion of the stadium. It would be a great addition. The ticket prices don't bother me. As for parking, I can walk. And free free Aggie ice cream at all home games would help. Okay, so do we do we create some promotion when they hit certain benchmarks that people get free stuff? That's the free how it Aggie is. ice cream is a great idea. I like <laughs> That's that. That's how it is for basketball. And it's a little bit harder to manufacture for football. Uh, 6860. People need to realize that improvements to that east side will get more people there. I know a lot in my circle don't attend games, particularly heavy att- heavily attended games, because of how bad the east side is. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the, the east really? side needs renovations. Is it that bad, huh? Yeah, getting access, getting to your seat. Uh, it, there's some there's some shady spots there. Yeah. Uh, 2603. Keep being good coaches and winning will get butts in the stands. But we've been winning for a decade. Keeping good coaches and winning. But it's there have been good coaches here. There has been winning here. That okay. Nine one seven six. Put it. Put in a beer garden. <laughs> well, that that Dude, instantly that would, was popular honestly, at Boise and Colorado yeah, State. That would. I honestly think that would help a lot more than some people think it would outside. Putting in a beer garden. I, I'm not even joking. Uh, 4260. Aggie basketball is more enticing than football. The renovation they need is leg room in the spectrum. If you're 5'10 or taller, it's not that great. Yeah, it's it's, it's tough true. if you're a tall person. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think the, the what it would take to renovate the spectrum now as it's currently done, that's a major undertaking. Uh-huh. It's probably just as easy just to build something new how you want it built mm-hmm. rather than trying to fit a square peg in a round, in a round hole. hole. Yeah. 
9310. How much do people ex- expect to spend for tickets? It's currently $20 a game for a season for season tickets. Is it really? That's not bad. Because you got six home games, right? Six it's $120? My, or something like that? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey actually, let me, let me ask you. You season ticket holders. That's, that's for one. Now, if you're taking a spouse, yeah. you now times that by two. You're taking a kid, two kids. Then that that starts to add up, and I think that's part of the point here. But look, twenty bucks a, a game is that's that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, on Alabama, you have to get on a waiting list right now. I know I shouldn't be comparing Alabama and Utah State football. That's bad. Nine three one five. I've been waiting for them to upgrade the Spectrum for years. It needs it, and I know that if it was a dome stadium, that all the people in my family that don't go would surely go do being out of the elements. So I asked because uh, seven nine nine four put out what if they build a dome and i asked well okay what if they do build a dome would you go to the game in november since it's, in, it's indoors you don't have to worry about weather if it's a good team well but it's snowing outside and it's tough to park and walk through the snow to get inside the arena is or yeah we're gonna get that issue eight zero zero three high school concessions you can buy an entire pizza for eight dollars at Maverick Stadium, you can get you you can't get a pack of Skittles and a napkin for eight dollars. <laughs> I heard it's pretty expensive. I've never got the concessions there, but I heard it's pretty bad. Four seven eight one. Uh, let's see here, Spectum. Oh wait, hold on, we're missing one text here. Utah State has been headed in the right direction for the last little bit, but when it costs alumni more to go to a USU game than to an NFL game, what's the point? Give alumni some more incentive to actually invest in the program, and it will get loads better. That is what is needed for new up-and-coming sports to succeed. Look at BYU's ultimate Frisbee team versus USU's, all due to alumni support. Spectrum Renovations would change my mind because the atmosphere has always been much better for me at those games. Interesting. And I also think a lot of USU fans are local parents and grandparents that choose their high school kids' games over random college people. Okay. I, I don't understand the Ultimate Frisbee thing. I don't know anything about BYU's Ultimate Frisbee team nor Utah State's. Well, I think he's saying that they get support even for the Frisbee team because of the alumni. And but I think the alumni struggle to support Utah State football for a whole entire season for various issues. Hmm. Spectrum Reno- This is interesting. Spectrum Renovations would change my mind because the atmosphere has always been much better for me at those games. Can I ask 4781, and, and I'm not trying to be a jerk here, I'm really asking genuinely, what makes the atmosphere better at the Spectrum than Maverick Stadium. Like, what's what's the difference in regards of atmosphere? You're in the seats, so you know better, and I and I don't at all. But help me. And you know, I would. This would be just an opinion or a w- wagering a guess. But in the spectrum, it's more intimate, mm-hmm. um, and so there may be more of a feeling that your voice, like, means more because you're you're closer. It's it's a closer, uh, compacted with other students, and there's a great atmosphere there. And so your voice is is louder. It has more of an impact, maybe. But that's every games. football game. Like you're going to sit in the nosebleeds, and I mean, you go to Utah, you sit in the nosebleeds. Not even the popcorn dude, eight rows below you can hear you. But it's just it's it's the experience. Eight nine six eight. A dome in Idaho hasn't helped too much in attendance at their schools. Right now, I'm staying in Wyoming with my son. It's funny because. 
but I'm hearing about the same talk up here. By the way, I'm listening to your show online. I'll never be a Cowboy fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh, uh, he, sorry. He, I missed a few texts here. Uh, I went to the games during the 30 bad years of football. Remember my remember many games with 6,000 or less attendance. The fan base seems much bigger, although it could really be bigger. Right. There were many years where they used funny math to justify staying at the Division One level. Yeah. Right? Um, Spetman and, uh, said, it well, our full ticket allotment was used because the students bought the tickets with their tuition, but it wasn't really counting butts in the seats. And so there were many years there where Utah State did not meet that threshold of a minimum attendance requirement to be considered an FBS program. Mm. It is better now than it was 15, 18 years ago. But I think what we're pointing out is that there's still room to grow. And I guess for me, it's just why I'm a little baffled why we haven't seen that fan attendance improve at a faster rate and a more consistent rate because for the last decade, I mean, I'm tired of saying it, it's been good football, bowl-eligible teams. That's successful football. 2197, USU game day atmosphere is not good. Same old promotions and ads game after game. No halftime shows besides the band games or besides the band. Games need to be made into events and experiences. We need a bigger stadium if we want to host better teams. I'm confident there is a reason we are focusing on football. Well, certainly there's a, there's a revenue component. Like when you have a visiting team that's a non-conference. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, what, what does that mean? Like, you're trying to get if, – if, if we add a few more seats, is Oregon State going to come here regularly? Is Washington State going to come here regularly? Is Colorado going to come to town? If, if Utah State gets to 31,000 seats, is magically Utah now suddenly going to play the Aggies just because the arena is a certain size? I, I don't think the number of seats equates to better teams. It's about – how many tickets do you sell? Mm-hmm. And right now, we're not selling the, enough tickets to fill the the arena regularly as it is. And, and that's just where I'm I'm questioning this. And to our listeners, can I ask? In regards to promotions, what do you want? To, what would you like to see in promotions? What would you like to see? Like, what kind of promotions would you like to see? Like, do you want like what like, would make it interesting? Maybe like a and ticket discount or like free eggy ice cream. What would you guys like to see in promotions? Like, realistically, I, I'd be interested to hear about that. Two one nine seven says, "Eric, you are wrong." I love it. A little bit of uh, on on which point? <laughs> Throwing a lot of opinions. <laughs> five out there. four five two. <laughs> My hell, people, stop complaining and just go to the games. Freaking snowflakes. <laughs> Six seven eight nine. Spending money on basketball coach that gets the spectrum back to glory. I think has an outsized impact on campus life. The Logan experience and puts USU on the map in a cool big way. You can't tell me that doesn't feed football. I don't have any issues with Ryan Odom. Oh, and he says, is it totally weird that my first thought regarding getting good football fan base is that we need the spectrum rocking again? Um, I don't know about that. It's totally weird that my first thought regarding the getting a good football fan base is that we need the Spectrum rocking again. Spending money on basketball coach that gets the Spectrum back to glory, I think has an outsized impact on campus life, the Logan experience, and puts USU on a map in a cool big way. Yeah, but the Spectrum was rocking for decades. Well, how long was Stu Morrow coach? 
about a decade. Till 13, no, till 14. Yeah, a little more than a decade. And Spectrum was rocking every year with Stu Morrow. Yeah. But the football team was was bad for a yeah. lot of those years. The, a, a, a great Spectrum crowd did not equate to a good football crowd. Now, Gary Anderson shows up, changes the culture, makes things more competitive, wins games, and um, it, it changed some things. Utah, this area has not shifted to a football-focused area. Uh, it was an absolutely a basketball town. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's too hard to be both here. Yeah. Uh, keep your texts coming. We got to go to a break. We're all overdue for one, but please keep them coming. I love because I love hearing the fans' experience because I, I haven't been through that experience in over 20 years, well over 20 years. So I love hearing the fans' experience and what their opinion is. I love hearing that. So please, please keep it coming. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Crystal Vision would like to thank their clients for their best year yet. They're grateful for your business and trust. It's a new year, so time for a new look. Crystal Vision, the gold medal winner in Best of Northern Utah, has a frame style you'll love that will set you apart from others. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Hey, did you drop the ball on Valentine's Day? If so, I can help you make up for it. This is Jarek from Jarek's Fine Jewelry. No matter where you're at in your relationship, we have something she'll love. Stop in and we'll help you pick her out a thoughtful yet inexpensive necklace, pair of earrings, bracelet, watch, or even if you're ready for the next step, with our selection of over 3,000 designs, we'll find her the perfect engagement ring. Even after Valentine's Day, it's all about the romance. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah's fireplace category help you update your home with Heat and Glow's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, Heat and Glow has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. The Best of Northern Utah, presented by Campbell Snacks, home of Pepperidge Farm, is back. Best of Northern Utah. Support your favorite businesses by nominating them now at bestofnorthernutah.com. Have a favorite restaurant? Nominate them. Love where you buy your car or where you get your hair done? Nominate them for Best of Northern Utah, the area's biggest celebration of local business. Couldn't live without your gym or your favorite plumber? Nominate them all right now at bestofnorthernutah.com. Presented by Campbell Snacks, home of Pepperidge Farm. Best of Northern Utah. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Wondering how and where to sign up for Medicare? We can help. We will get you all the information you need. Call 752-9493. Here at LSS, we focus solely on health insurance. As your local health insurance agency, we're here for you now and in the years to come. There's no cost to work with us. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. Let us make things clear. Call 752-9493. Do you want to set yourself apart from the competition? A new leadership MBA at Utah State University will help you lead companies and drive change in your organization. You can attend in person in Logan on Thursday evenings or take online interactive classes. Complete your MBA in as little as a year. Apply before March 15th to be considered for summer semester. 
Contact the MBA office for a waiver of the $55 application fee. Learn more at utahstatemba.com. That's utahstatemba.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Mount West Motor, Logan's newest truck and SUV dealership, is located at 615 North Main Street. Great selection of trucks and SUVs, especially customized for your next adventure. Whether it's hauling trailers, kids, or roaming the mountains, Mount West Motor has a unique selection of vehicles. Visit mwmotor.com or stop by at 615 North Main Street in Logan. Big thanks to Mount West Motor being a part of the Full Court Press today. And boy, they have been a very big part of the Mount Full Court Press. We have a full text line, Eric. I mean, this is... Chuck Full, and this has been going on for about an hour now, well over an hour, this conversation has. And I want to continue to go through these text messages. Again, the fan experience for me I, is different from when it is now. 22 years ago, it was totally different from where it is now. And so I want to hear from fans now of what that experience is like. Oh, Bad or yeah, good? You, you weren't really there to watch the football game. You were no. there to hang out with friends, mill around, see people. Because... Chances were you weren't going to see a win. Um, it was you know, semi-interesting if uh, Utah or BYU came to town. But things have changed dramatically. It, Utah State has produced successful football teams. There's been a few blips, yes. Uh, Matt Wells had a year. Gary Anderson 2.0 had a year. But by and large, Utah State football has been successful. It's been eligible, competing, fun games to watch, absolutely worth your money. Hmm. And so the university has a proposal to the Utah legislature to make some uh, enhancements, more restrooms, some ramps to uh, assist people with uh, wheelchairs to improve access. But also part of it is renovations to the east side, the south concourse, and adding approximately 6,000 seats We'll get more detail on this tomorrow. Again, uh, John Hartwell will join us at 4.05 on Friday's show. Sam Merrill will join us at 4.30. Head associate coach of Utah State men's basketball, Nate Dixon, will join us uh, about 5.15, 5.20. And then Dominic Eberly will join Eric and I next week. The newly signed Green Bay Packers kicker will join us next week to Good talk about uh, his new adventure and what life has been like in the NFL. So some great interviews coming up, all Aggie-related, all for you, our Aggie Nation listeners. Uh, let's get back to our Gil Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Um, 6891 says, uh, sorry, need to add adult beverages. Yes, that's a big one I've heard. We're starting to see more yep. college football venues add that as yep. an option. Zero one one three. The game I went to this last year was a great time. I will definitely be going to more this upcoming season. I love football, but it sounds like a lot of these texters, I uh, just don't love football and all the things that go with it. Mm. Maybe we're just getting I would a, agree. a lot of the casual um, part-time fans that are weighing in. About their experiences and their opinions. Well, those that are the diehards, they're okay with things. Yeah. They're already they're good with it. But I'm just, you know, that 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 core fan base really hasn't grown. Maybe it's grown a little bit. I, that's maybe not too fair to say. I think it has grown, but I, I think maybe my expectations now, ten years plus of good football, it, it should be 
more than what it is. I, I guess that's why I'm really surprised. Uh, 6598. The cost has been announced. The issue is that they would have nowhere to play for a while. I think he's talking about the Spectrum, by the way. If they remodel, it's about time and get the money brought in for the Spectrum. I would agree. I personally, 6598 continues, pay for a booth. 1500 per ticket for the season. It's about going to the support my Aggies, about watching the team, about supporting the athletes, not about the damn free ice cream. That's See, that's what I'm talking about. Going to watch the team. Going to support the athletes. Going to want, going to cheer on the Aggies to a win. Right? Right, you're there to support your team. 6057. They, uh, they do offer a season ticket discount for alumni that have graduated within the last five years. Also, lately, Maverick Stadium atmosphere is much better than the Spectrum. Ooh, I like that. 6057. Mm. Lately, the at Maverick Stadium atmosphere is much better than the Spectrum. Interesting. I like that. Good. 2305. Uh, I remember years ago, the Beach Boys played after a game that was good promotion. Plenty of people came to watch that. And also, we get to, or we also used to get Oregon to come down here. We've had Kansas State every here every once in a while just to get a decent team. But again, do I mean, I don't want to come in here and watch Joey Harrington throw for 400 yards on my squad. I want to come. I want to go to a game to watch Utah State pound the opponent by fifty. So, so you'd rather see Tennessee Tech come here and see Utah State put seventy on the board, than have a Pac-12 team come here and, and Utah State may lose that game by a touchdown or two. Hmm. Is that what you're saying? Hmm. So I, I, I'm thinking okay. it'd be more compelling to go see a Pac-12 team at least. Let's, let's go see what this Utah State can do. Against that Pac-12 team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Bring them to our house. 4781. Let's see here. Uh, the difference for me is that it is super crowded. It's more intense. More of the fans are more engaged. Every seat feels the same. I don't have to sit for... I don't have to sit front row to heckle the crap out of the opposing team. In regards to promotions, do something like with the, what the Jazz do with two missed free throws in the fourth quarter. You get free Chick-fil-A. Okay, so if the kicker misses two field goals, you get free Chick-fil-A? Huh? If their kicker misses two field goals, you get an Aggie ice cream bar? Huh? Maybe. Fourth down stop, a turnover. You hey, there you go. A turnover there at a local go. donut shop? Yeah. 6294. Uh, let's see here. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Bring time to bring Wild Bill back. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love Wild Bill. One of the best guys in the world. Or that was a magical I era. Adore that man. Yes. Uh, see one one eight one. What promotions do Utah and BYU do that are different than USU? Just curious. They have a couple of things, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we're we talking about ticket promotions or like. In-game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess which one are we talking about? Ticket promotions, they'll usually add like a gymnastics, not a gymnastics ticket, excuse me. Um, they'll usually use like a fall women's sport. If you get a ticket there, then you get like a half ticket or half price ticket for the football game. But it has to be like in the nosebleed seats. They have like little deals like that. In-game promotions, I know they have a few things going on, um, as, as does BYU. And I know Utah State's working on a few things as well. Six seven eight nine. But when Gary Anderson showed up at the end, it made football magical. The Chucky e. Keaton era was built on Spectrum magic. I 
don't know about that. I don't know I, I, about I, I that politely, either. I politely disagree. Yeah. I feel like Chucky Keaton and Gary Anderson brought their own magic, magic yes. to the Maverick Stadium. They did that on their own, and it was impressive to watch, Eric. Be, there was already Spectre Magic happening, and then when they showed up uh, and, and did some things in the arena, th- that was already that was exciting, and people were finally excited to see winning football again. But it wasn't built on that. I, I just, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to pol- politely disagree as yeah. well. One five three four. Aggie fans are super fair weather. Yes, it's been better over the past last decade, but one bad year and eight p.m. games, people don't go. If you build it, they still won't come after one bad year. Why would you even think of expanding? Why would you even think expanding expanding is okay when the only time the twenty five thousand stadium is full is when the opponent is Boise State or BYU? I I agree. That's a problem. That is a real problem. That stadium, only time it sells out. I mean, literally sells out is if BYU is in town. Or Boise's in town. A couple more, and then we'll go to break. Uh, let's see here. 5374 text in. I'm not confident. Oh, just kidding. Huh, just kidding. I feel like a bigger updated stadium could have an impact on consistent, solid recruiting as well. Interesting. Uh, perhaps. But the facilities are incredible right now at Utah State. They're great facilities. Oh, they've done a great work on those things. Uh, 3331, been going to football games for 50 years. My kids remember the snowy games the most. The fans are now wimps. It's it's a great Saturday event, win or lose, snow or rain. Buck it up, Aggies. Right, is it just a generational thing? Mm. Uh, events at football, AJ bulldogging like the rodeo AJ runs and the two Aggies rope them in dog time. Okay, <laughs> okay. AJ bullpile, it doesn't. Uh, Aggies jump on Aji while he is lying down. Should I keep going? I like these. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. D- quick story. One time when I was uh, helping out uh, doing some stuff, I ran onto the field, did my thing, and I was running off the field. The cheerleaders were running on. I tripped over a cord and fell flat-faced at the five-yard line. Just wiped out. Right in front of the cheerleaders, dude. It's the worst day of my life. Five four five two. <laughs> I'm my, sorry to hear that. No, you're not. My biggest gripe. I thought with there was the, more to it. I'll leave just me you alone. Falling down. I was waiting five, for four, something. Five four five two. My biggest gripe with the football promotions in the stadium is that everything is geared towards the students. Us paying season ticket holders wouldn't mind the possibility of winning something. Overall, the promotions lack excitement, but that isn't that is not an excuse for me not to go to a game. Interesting. Yeah. Really, really interesting takes. This has been a fascinating hour and a keep half. Keep them coming. We got to keep them coming. 435-339-0321. Keep them coming here on the Guild Morgan's text line. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 5151. 
Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. The new year isn't the only thing we're celebrating here at Alpine Home Medical. This year marks our 25th anniversary and we could be happier to serve you. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. If you haven't shopped with us, we'd love for you to make us your one-stop shop for any of your home medical needs. They're always changing, so please don't hesitate to stop by any of our 10 locations throughout Utah and Southern Idaho. Or online at alpinehomemedical.com. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Imagine the other team has an ace in their starting lineup. He's fast, relentless, and his field goal percentage is 73%. What's your team's defensive strategy against a player like that? Well, that player is ransomware. And in 2020, 73% of ransomware attackers succeeded in holding their victims' data hostage. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Hey, Valvoline Instant Oil Change is a place to go to get a quick, clean, and easy oil change. Stop in today. They're open at 695 North Main in Logan. Just right across from Angie's. Stop in, get your vehicle serviced by trained professionals today. Uh, I'll get back to our uh, text line here. Five, let's see. Nope, it's King 2409. Cold weather, late night starts, poor concessions, poor restrooms, TV timeout, instant replay, four and a half hour games. People would rather watch it from home. And I get that, like it's late a, night that's starts. That's a big time commitment. Poor concessions. I, I I get it. I mean, the average you can find average it your football house. time game is about more like three and a half, three forty five, and some extenuating circumstances, but not four and a half. But a, but a late night start like at seven thirty. I it, mean, you're getting done at eleven thirty min. I yeah, mean, those whatever. Are late. Those are late. Those are long games. Eight five seven seven. If the Cash Valley BYU fans would cheer for Utah State, then it would be significantly better. Cheer for the team in your own backyard. Ooh, a lot of closet nice? BYU fans. Give okay. them a reason to cheer for the team in their own backyard. Five two four two. When is Sam Merrill on the show? He'll be on tomorrow. Uh, I just talked to him. He said five. No, excuse me, four thirty tomorrow. It's what time we'll have Sam Merrill on tomorrow. John Hartwell will be on at four oh five, and associate head coach Nate Dixon for Utah State men's basketball will be on during the five o'clock hour. Uh, no way. To, no way. Close games are better for sure. This is in relation to our conversation about would you rather have Tennessee Technical College come in and see Utah State put 70 on them or have a team like Oregon State come to town where or Oregon where it could be a competitive game but the Aggies might lose by a couple of touchdowns. See, and I'll take your ladder. I, I would too. I'd rather see a Pac-12 team or a Power 5 school come in and have Utah State be tested and see what they can do. 
9315. I would buy the whole stadium out to see RJ fall down at the five yard line in a game again. No, dude, it was bad. <laughs> I wiped out so hard. And when you're telling the story, I'm like waiting for something dude, more. Like I thought you like what are you rolled up about, on a man? cheerleader no. or she fell on I you. I hit face first on the ground while the cheerleader running eyes. by. And one girl, one really cute cheerleader looked at me and was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hope you break your leg on the twirl you're going about to do. 6598. Uh, maybe that's why they went to a crappy radio station, so people would be more tempted to go to the game. Let <laughs> <coughs> me move it on. Eight three six zero. It's like a blackout, right? I would for say the home game. I- <laughs> Might as well. You are bad. You are bad. Eight three six zero. I would say capacity is fine. Let's make a few improvements to the east side of Maverick Stadium and continue to concentrate on the quality sports performance. Although I would love more leg room at the Spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I, I think some of these things in the proposal that was presented to the Utah legislature absolutely make sense to me. Like, make it uh, avoid bottlenecks, make it more accessible for those in wheelchairs, improve the bathroom facilities on the east side. Um, I, I just, I just don't know that we need to build, spend money to build more empty seats. Yeah. I mean, yes, it, it gives you opportunity to grow and expand and fill those seats when you have those couple of games a year when you are going to go to capacity and you can sell more seats. I, I just, if we have money to spend, is that the best use of those dollars? A225 texts into the show. The putrid yellow and orange spectrum seats need to go. Weber State has purple seats. U of U has red seats. And the Aggies deserve blue seats. You agree? Amen, brother. You agree, huh? Nothing, when I go to that stadium besides looking at the floor, tells me I'm at an Aggie basketball game. If I look at the arena, the color scheme tells me nothing about the university campus that I'm on. Interesting. All right. Go to any other university stadium and color scheme with the seats, you know which, you know at least what colors the school is. Those seats have nothing to do with the color scheme of the university. The fall colors around the... I know that story, and that's great, but they're <laughs> ugly. <laughs> ugly. 4781, I also agree with concessions being brought out to the seats. Leave your seat sucks, or leaving your seat sucks, and you end up missing so much. Also, maybe USU football can give out game day t-shirts often and get the whole crowd together. Or maybe get some more electrifying jerseys to attract people. USU could also work on doing more th- more youth camps to develop local youth to be excellent and committed to USU. That would bring more people. I, I remember... Um yeah, 15 years ago, it was a big effort. 20 years ago, people were going around to local businesses, like handing out shirts, wear your game day shirt, um, and doing everything they could, hitting the ground, trying to get people to show some pride in Aggie athletics. Mm. And um, we've kind of gone away from that. Maybe there needs to be a return to that. I don't know. 9463 BYU does Cougar Canyon direct access to players. Student turnout is much, much higher than USU at games. Just keep winning, then we can worry about expansion. Just win, baby. Until the day comes where I'm sitting in the upper section and have less than 13 benches all to myself, I'll have none of these expansion talks. <laughs> all right, well said. We got to take a break, right? Uh, we do. We need to get another one in here quickly. And we got a couple more texts. We'll more be texts up. coming through. This has been, this has been fantastic. Uh, we're uncovering a lot of interesting opinions about yeah. what keeps people away, why do people come, <clears throat> Should an expansion 
take place for Utah State with their football stadium, uh, or should that money be spent in other areas for facilities? 435-339-0321 here on the Full Court Press. Thank their clients for their best year yet. They're grateful for your business and trust. It's a new year, so time for a new look. Crystal Vision, the gold medal winner in Best of Northern Utah, has a frame style you'll love that will set you apart from others. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision, on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. It's the spring sports season. When your team looks good, they play better. Order team uniforms today from the Logo Shop. Lacrosse, soccer, baseball, softball, tennis, or track. Whatever your sport, call the Logo Shop. They've been designing team sports uniforms since 1990. No matter where your team works or works out, on the field, on the job site, or in the office. The Logo Shop. Logo stuff. The Logo Shop. The new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Best of Northern Utah contest is going on right now. Presented Best of by Northern Utah. Campbell's Snacks, home of Pepperidge. Uh, right now, it's the nominating phase, so... If you're an employee, if you own a business, or you're just a fan of somebody doing things right, go on to bestofnorthernutah.com Best and nominate of them today. AJ will sing you a special jingle. Never doing that again. 8968. Uh, let's see. Maybe getting more businesses to get more involved with the sports programs would help. Yeah. Sponsorships, right? 5143 text into tonight's show. Utah State needs a Big merchandise store and better concessions. I agree to both of these, Eric. BYU has cougar tails that everybody loves. Why don't we develop some donut that we are known for? We need to make the atmosphere funner for the fair weather fans that show up to take pics of their kids with big blue instead of watch the game. You know what? I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say this. I mean, do you need a, something more than BYU that? BYU does a great job with their game day atmosphere and game day feel with the fans. I okay, so like, what, I what totally do they do? Agree. I mean, why does it? The, the Cougar walk through where I think the, the Cougar players and coaches walk through and they give the fans high fives as they walk through to go to their locker room. Um, the, 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 they have a merchandise store that that's. I know we have Locker Forty Two, which is amazing. We need one up there, like a big merchandise store. I don't know if we have a Locker Forty Two up there, but if we could get one up there, there next was to the stadium, a proposal to have one there. That would be some kind awesome. of a merchandise store there. I don't know if it's ever happened. That would be awesome. So that people could just go shop for Aggie gear right there at the stadium. I think that'd be really cool. Six five nine eight. No, no, no. Those seats are legendary. President Obama even has a postcard with our seats. Does he really? I don't care if they're legendary. They're ugly. Okay. I will die on that hill. I will die on that hill. 2122, building Maverick more capacity won't make for more fans to come. Focus on better fan experience that TV can't compete with. Yes, I totally agree with that. And for Just because you build more seats doesn't mean you're going to fill them. 4781. Maybe we just need to troll the crap out of BYU and then their fans will come to our games up here more often, leading to a local fans, buying tickets as soon as possible, making it so hard so BYU turds <laughs> don't get into the BYU stadium to watch. Making it a comp- or Make it a competition to root for your own team. Give all alumni a huge discount for that game and charge BYU people up the butt to get in <laughs> you like some secret code that you give out <laughs> that, that only, only your fans only know? people in the area local area know 
So those that come oh. from outside of the area, Boise State included, they have to pay some exorbitant price to get in. And 9315, blue seats would feel so much better at the Spectrum. Eric, for the first time since 401 today, we are caught up with our text line. <laughs> wow. Woo! You what a two-hour show, man. You listeners are awesome. I sometimes wonder the dedication of Aggie fan base, but after this show, I'll no longer ever question that again. No, look, this is great. Uh, these opinions are awesome, appreciative, uh, helping us navigate this, try to make sense of it. Because, look, these this is a program that people are passionate about one way or the other and also passionate about how our tax dollars get spent. Uh, and so, you know, what makes the most sense to improve what's going on and take things to the next level? It is an arms race in college athletics. That is a fact. No matter what your opinion is about it, you always have to be trying to figure out how to continue to compete with with other schools for recruits. So what are you doing to enhance the experience, not only for the fans, but also for future players? So it is a big undertaking that every athletic department in the country has to try to discover. 4781, you cannot catch up on your text line by the end of this hour. Just did. <laughs> oh, and then a picture of uh, President Obama Oh my with gosh. the spectrum behind him. That is awesome. Thank you. Uh, 6598, straight from the National that is Archives. sweet. I'm still going to die on that hill. Those seats are ugly. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night.